Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Fresh Off the Set. I'm Alora Murray. And I'm David Osmond. And we are talking about NFTs today. And <laughs> if you don't know what those are, you have come to the right place. Because we have no idea what they are. <laughs> well, we kind of do. We kind of have an idea. Well, we have, We're trying to make sense of it. We have Dan later on who's going to explain it a little yes. more to Carrie. But when we first came across NFTs, there were five of us in the office <laughs> trying to figure out what they were. I even Googled NFTs for dummies, literally typed that in. And you and you probably should, let's just to kind of find out what they are because they are still in existence. They're very powerful and they're very expensive in some regards. The non-fungible token, which it sounds really weird. It sounds like a mushroom. You know, like it, <laughs> it, you know what I mean? Like there's, it's like a food item, but a token, like what is this? Is this Bitcoin? Is it cryptocurrency? Okay, fung- non-fungible. So we have to look up, okay, what's the definition of that? And, and why is something selling for millions and millions of dollars that is just a digital asset. It's just the most bizarre thing. It still makes, honestly, zero sense to me. We first discovered it because McDonald's was actually selling NFT McRibs. So, oh no, that would be a McRib NFT. See, I still don't understand. And they only had just a few of them, right? Yeah, and it was a huge thing. We were going to talk about it on the show, and I, for the life of me, could not figure out why you wanted a digital McRib. (laughs) I don't know. And why you would pay exorbitant amounts of money for it is beyond me, because... I don't know. So you can put it up here on my phone and say, hey, this is mine. I own that. I'm the only one, and I can prove that this is mine because I have my token. Well, I can take a screenshot of that and put it on my phone and say the same thing. I, David, you know what? It's probably a good thing that you and I are not talking about this today well. and that Carrie is the one who sat down to talk with Dan. Let's listen to that interview. <laughs> yeah. Hi, I'm Carrie Hawker-Diaz, and I am so excited to introduce to you our podcast guest of the day. You know him as Dan the Laptop Man. It's Dan Young. He's a father. He's an entrepreneur um, and an all-around kind person we love having on our show. Dan, great to see you. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me on. Super excited. Well, you're going to have to teach us how to do this podcast thing because we're a little newer at it, and you have one. You've been doing for how long? Oh, like three, almost four years now. Four years, and you're loving it? Oh, it's so fun because you can meet the coolest, coolest people and get to teach people the cool things and bring in geniuses. It's, it's well, great. cool people like you. Do I have my headphones on right? Do I, am I doing this right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you like a, you look like a streamer. <laughs> I know this is audio, but you look like a streamer, a pro. The next career, $1 million a month. Bam. St- streaming and NFT drops. St- uh, and that, speaking of, we are going to talk today about NFTs because we're hearing this. You've probably known about this for a long time, but on the show, we talked about it um, maybe a month ago, and none of us know what this is. We can't understand it. You are uh, literally a genius with these things. So, Dan, break it down. What is an NFT? All right, technical term, non-fungible token um, in normal language, it is simply uh, either a piece of digital art, an experience, or anything like that that's registered on the blockchain digitally. And what that means, though, kind of like this. If you own a home, right, uh-huh. you get a car title or a car, you have a car title. Yeah. It's actually just registered, right, with, like, the government and their little database, right? So with cryptocurrency, it's a public database. So it's proof of ownership, so very hard for people to counterfeit or do anything like that. Because it's your own and you own it. Yeah, and that digital signature, right, Yeah, is kind of like your car title, but to whatever piece of artwork, a, a, a skin to a video game, um, okay. music with video, whatever it is, it can be proven that you own it, that and you, you can sell it. it and trade it to your friends. 
Whoa. Okay. Yeah. So NFT really can be, I was thinking it was just like digital art, but it really can be many different things. Is digital art the most popular one that is an NFT? Yeah. Right now, you know, you're seeing all the like board apes and the mutant ape yacht club and crypto punks that are going for millions and all the cool people like Jake Paul and my friend, Steve Aoki, we're all trading them and, you know, and just being nerds with it. Um, but it's, it's, it's very cool. Cause it's like, Picasso, except it's hard to have a counterfeit, right? You okay. actually can prove you own it. How long has this been around? You know, there's been a few, I think three, four years or something back, but popularity has really, like this last year, maybe two years, you know, it's becoming mainstream. And now you're seeing everybody talk about it. Everybody's talking about it. That's that's why we have you here, because we're wondering what the heck this is. And I saw on your watch, you had a little um, digital art. How long ago? So it's a picture. Uh-huh. I know you guys can't see this as you're listening to us, but it's a really cool picture. So that's something that you purchased, that you own the rights to, that you own. Right. That is a that's like mind blown to me. Like this is a whole nother world of like ownership, right? Yeah. And that's what all the people are doing now. So they have an iWatch, I don't know, you know, or whatever digital watch. And yeah. you take what you have and you can just change it. And it's like changing an outfit instantly, right? So you just we're demonstrating here. I'm pushing the little watch and you can change that little face. And now he has a different picture a popping unicorn, up. You know. <gasps> wow. A unicorn. This is so cool to me. Now, what about the actual artist of the NFT? Can anybody do this and sell their NFT? Yes, you can. Um, it's super easy. In fact, a lot of people think there's like this big application process or anything. There's a website called OpenSea. It's the number one NFT marketplace. And you could literally just doodle something on your phone. And you could upload it. Now, whether it's going to sell, that's a different story. Yeah. Right? Because what adds value is demand and popularity. Okay. Just like anybody can cut a song or have a TV show like you do, you know, it's all about audience and community. And being kind of original, right? Yeah. Audience, community, originality, you know, do people like it? Are celebrities talking about it? Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. Um, Okay. So what's the value? Is everything different? And then does it grow in value? Yes. So usually with an NFT, I'll walk you guys through it. Um, there's a thing usually called the pre-sale. Okay. And that's where the artists, let's say you and like uh, Brooke got together and decide you guys want to make NFT, right? Love it. Right. We're going to do it. Yeah. So if you guys were going to make one, um, let's say they're just selfies of yourself over the years uh-huh. and you're going to with different hairstyles. I mean, you could just use literally use those, right? And then add some Instagram filters to it or Snapchat filters, right? Okay. Um, you could actually just simply upload them to NFT and you can call it like Carrie Brook NFT and they're up there. You could share them on your social media and tell people on a pre-sale for friends. Here's, we can whitelist you, which means you would put your wallet address, right? That's where you hold crypto and NFTs. Okay. Not your home address. No, your wallet address. (laughs) It's it's just a digital wallet address. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, people can send you theirs and you could quote whitelist them. And what that means is you would clear them to be able to buy it before the public can get it. So that's how, like, for example, myself, I buy a lot of NFTs because all my friends, like, are all doing projects, right? And if they're real popular, like Steve Aoki, he's, like, came out with the Aoki uh, Metaverse thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were talking about, like, two years ago at his house, and he's like, dude, you do this cool thing. Uh, and Jake Paul doing his thing and all that. So what happens, though, is uh, people can buy it in that pre-sale sometimes, and then they do what's called a minting, Right. And okay. a minting means, okay, you've bought it. And it's usually a picture of your art, which is a big question mark, right? That hasn't been released yet. Uh huh. And then it goes into the open market, right? And once it goes into the open market, they call it the secondary market. And that means people can buy and sell them. So if, if I have five, uh, you know, Carrie Brook 
NFTs and I bought them for one tenth of an Ethereum or one third of an Ethereum, if since everyone loves you guys, right? Let's say they go up to like five Ethereum, which is $2,500 each times five. Okay. Then people would be bidding on it to buy it and trade art. It's like uh, Pokemon cards or baseball wow. cards. Yeah. So it even gets to like a bidding thing. Does it? Does each piece necessarily go through that whole process or does it just depend on where you put it? Some people just release them without a presale. Uh, they call that a fair launch. So no friends are like in the know. Okay, early. like a fair launch. Fair okay. launch, yeah, type of thing. Some people will do presale. Some people, when they release them, will hold, like only release like half of them and keep them for later. So as demand goes up, I mean, you can try different, it's just like marketing our stuff, right? Yeah. It just depends how you want to approach it. So you can, you don't necessarily have to like draw or do like a new or take a selfie, a a new picture. It can be something old that you've done. It would just be something that is original that they own. Like there's just one piece of. Oh, you could sell your high school prom picture. (laughs) Like if you're that popular, right? Just one, think of like the Kardashian. If Kim Kardashian and Kanye <laughs> sold their wedding picture yeah, or yeah, something, yeah. you know, like it would go for like a trillion dollars. No, not a trillion, but a lot. But a lot. Yeah. It would go for a lot. Um, okay. So say, so I'm just trying to understand this all and make sure everyone gets this. So say like on this piece of paper right now, I'm going to draw like a smiley face and I want to sell this as an NFT. What is the process? Like I'm going to rip it out okay. of the notebook. What do I do next? So we're looking at a picture of a smiley face. You could scan that, take a picture of it on your phone, or you could have drawn it on your phone. Because it has to be digital. That's the idea. Digital. Okay. Um, and then you would go to a place like OpenSea, for example. OpenSea? OpenSea. Okay. And you would create an account. And okay. so it's called like Harry Brook NFT. And then you would upload it. And then you, then once it's in there, it's got an original digital signature, some super long number, right? And then you could put it up like eBay. You could say, okay, the minimum I'll take is one Ethereum for this, which is like $2,500. Or you could start it really low at like one-tenth and let people war over it. Like, but like okay, I They're see. They're bidding, bidding, like an auction. Okay. Yeah, and you can say, okay, you got three days to bid. You got a month to bid. You got two weeks to you bid. You can set whatever time limit you want. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, my god! I bet you if you, you guys made one for fun and posted on social media, you guys would probably make more money than you've made in five years doing TV. Well, you know what? I, I'm going to leave now because I don't need this job <laughs> do both, anymore. Do both, though. No, because you need the TV and you need what you do. <laughs> you do. To be popular. It's true. But then then they want your wares. Yeah. You know, um, your merch. Okay, so my next question is, what value are you seeing these, like, go up to? And then how do you know how to how much to set your price at? Okay. Um, so, really, what I look for is a few things. I look for who's making the project, kind of like, if you're looking at a musical artist, if Post Malone's coming out with a new album, right? You know, probably everyone's going to download that, right? Okay. So um, the person. Yeah. You know, okay. Post or Britney came out with a new one now that she's free. Yes. I mean, like people would be buying that, right? I do love me some Britney Spears. Yeah, I love her. She's yes. She's free now, right? Yes. Okay. So um, it's all about popularity. Um, so usually the mint price, right? That's you can buy it before it's on OpenSea. Sometimes they'll say, okay, this is the mint launch date. And there's only a thousand available and they cost one-tenth of an Ethereum, right? Okay. That's when, if it's a popular artist, that's when you want to, like, bid to buy. Now, a lot of times when they do this, like, I think Adidas, in fact, did this, and then Disney did this on this platform called Vive on the on the phone apps, and they sold out, like, in, like, two seconds, like, 10 seconds or something, um, and they were, like, $50, and now they're, like, uh, how much are they, like, $4,800 or something wow. in a month? You know, because, again, it's an authorized, actual Disney picture of Mickey Mouse. Like, and there's only, like, a thousand of them. And you own it. 
So it's like a limited release. Wow. Yeah. Now, do people do this, Dan, to make money off of, I mean, or not, it's not, no, correct me because I'm still new at this. Is it, It's not dollars, right? It's, it's, is it crypto that you're using to buy and sell and do all this with NFTs? Yeah, so the number one crypto used to buy it is called Ethereum, E-T-H. That's what you keep saying, Ethereum. Ethereum. Now I get it, okay. Yeah. And you can buy that on Coinbase or, you know, any of those apps. Okay. And then you send it to your little wallet, right? And then you can buy NFTs. Now, Coinbase is going to be launching it so that you c- you don't have to send it to some offline well, hot wallet, they call it, uh-huh. so that easily in Coinbase, you can just want to buy it, and it connects to your OpenSea account, Yeah, and then kabunk, you've got it in the same wallet. So it's kind of like a credit, and I know we're going to do another segment um, about cryptocurrency, but like basically, it's kind of like a credit. Like if I, I took a dollar, how many, what did you ca- say it's Ethereum. called? Ethereum. Ethereum's could I buy? It's about $2,500 for each Ethereum today. Okay, for and one. Yeah, and I was like, a few months ago, it was like four grand because it crashed, right? So... Like now it's actually cheap. So I'm, I, I've bought a lot. Of so it's it. a My good time. My friends and all of it are just going nuts on it. So. It's a good time. Um, could an NFT ever disappear? It could get stolen or hacked out of your wallet if you don't take proper security precautions. Um, so I have Dan's Miller Code podcast and I talk about uh, safety and Instagram, Dan's Miller Code. There's literally 117 fake accounts on Instagram of me. Wow, so that just make, many. Yeah, yeah. So I just, mean, I know you're popular and people love you. Wow. Yeah, well, because crypto, right? So they're trying to scam everybody. So I yeah. think you messaged me. <laughs> yeah, I saw a fake one. But there's like, um, if you go, there's going to be usually about 155,000 plus followers on my Instagram. So just verify that because most of the fake ones only have a few thousand or 20,000 or something because they're fake, right? Okay, so you can have like scammers like you can have on your computers, your bank accounts, everything with with uh, NFTs, there can be the same thing. Oh yeah, tons and tons of, of fake scams. And there's fake projects too. So like um, if you look at uh, Board Ape uh, Yacht Club, it's uh-huh. a real big one, there's like probably a dozen fake ones. So you really want to make sure you're going to the real thing. How do you know that you are? So typically you could go on Twitter, Right okay. or Instagram, and you go to their official verified site. Yeah, and there'll be links to the real thing. Okay. So if you just Google it, you might get a fake. So go to their official, right sites, just or to website. Make sure. Yeah, and follow that link. And and this applies for any cryptocurrency or anything. Like, you really want to take your time. Don't rush because you're too excited. Make sure it really is where you want to be. You got to check it out, um, Dan. Do you think that this is the future of? like buying and selling things that these NFTs, like digital things are going to be like here for a while? Absolutely. Um, This is, you know, I remember uh, back in the late 90s when I was helping people get on America Online and (laughs) Yahoo and all that, right? Yeah. Uh, They were afraid (laughs) to put their credit card in the computer because they're like, oh, it's totally unsafe and it's never going to go that way. You got to just swipe it or carbon copy it and stuff or whatever they were doing. (laughs) Um, You know, and so it's really the migration of technology. And because big companies like Disney, Nike, Tesla is taking crypto to buy stuff, some stuff there too now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Walmart, uh, Amazon probably will be soon. It's it's going to be the way transactions are done and how collectibles are stored. Not just collectibles, but events are being sold. Example, oh. I have a friend, his name is Gary Vaynerchuk. Uh, he's a really great guy. Uh, and he released an NFT of these little animals, right? When you buy one, they were like two or three Ethereum. I think they're like 12 Ethereum now. You get to go to three of his conferences. And so you have all these like Steve Aoki's and famous people there you can meet. How cool. You know, and so that's intrinsic value because it costs 10 grand to go to his event. 
So if you spent like five grand to buy one of these, you get to go to his event for three years. It's worth 30 grand. So everyone's like, duh, I just buy them. Exactly. That's your pass. You show them your NFT to prove. And for an then, event. And you're in. That is so cool. Yeah. I, I really love this. Do you think, though, Dan, that this is for everyone? Do you think everyone, you know, if someone's thinking, gosh, do I need to like jump on this and, and create an NFT and start doing this? Do you think it's for everyone or do you, or do you not? Um, you know, it's getting early adoption, but it's kind of like, should everybody drop an album if you can sing? And mm. the answer is, well, yeah, if you want to sell it and get popular. But it's n- the NFT, again, remember, to make a singer popular, it's not just the song. It's TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. You know, it's like the whole social The ecosystem. marketing, the promoting of it. Yeah, to get it so people want it. And yeah. right now, like, kids are spending most of their money that they either get from allowance or working to buy NFTs. Like, at the office, for the under 25-year-old crowd, I have kids putting 90% of their earnings like after like picking their bills into NFTs. I mean, you guys too much guys, but they're doing it. They're doing it. It's and a s- thing. And some of them, I get text messages every day, like t- dozens of them. I have like 22 year olds that work for me that are making 8,000 a week. From this? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know what? I think I, we know how smart you are with these things and I, I believe you that it's sticking but around. But also losing so. money too though. Remember, yeah. You got to be careful with it. A lot. You can. Um, not financial advice. <laughs> not financial Do your own advice. research. <laughs> what is like the hot one right now? Is there a hot NFT that everyone is like? Board Ape Yacht Club. Everyone's making their profile picture of that. And then Mutant Ape Yacht Club. That, that's just like my favorite. I just bought tons of them. Yeah. Um, they're kind of expensive now. They're about 50 grand for the most inexpensive ones for okay. mutants. Um, but we just keep texting in these groups, you know, and we're like, ha, ha, what up another 10 grand today? Ha, ha, ha. And these are like, they're all led by kids. It's funny. This is so futuristic. It's so fun to talk to you about this because it's like, you know, you definitely see into the future and you know what's up. So we we, we love having you on for this. And oh, yeah. once again, it's NFT, non-fungible token. token. And, you know, hey, get, get with the crowd. It's hip. It's mm-hmm. hip. Okay, Dan, um, we are going to do a quick thing that we call Fresh Five. I'm going to ask you five questions. Mm-hmm. Just answer what's off the top of your head. If you don't answer, you can bleed the fifth, whatever you want to do. Mm, um, you. I'll answer anything. <laughs> your favorite thing to eat? Sushi. Ah, sushi. I love sushi, And too. Uh, sometimes sashimi because I start getting a belly when I eat 25 pieces of sushi. <laughs> so, just, so it's time to go to sashimi. I yeah, like sashimi. it. Sashimi. Uh, what's the one thing you can't live without? My pugs. Oh, you're, I always No, no, see no, 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 I got to change the an answer. I'm going to get fine. killed. My granddaughter. Your granddaughter. I just had one. My son just had a. Congrats. Yeah. But dogs are great too, so I get yeah. it. Your so now it's granddaughter, cute. but it was, now it's <laughs> do- granddaughter and pugs. And pugs. That's, yeah, you can groom together. That's fine. Um, what's your current obsession? Uh, NFTs <laughs> and cryptocurrency. Okay. Which you know um, and, about. And, and building video, uh, having my team, like, uh, build gaming computers for streaming and video games. Yeah. Yeah, it's like so fun. You have to check out his place. Dan the Laptop. Mm-hmm. PCLaptops.com. PC um, what do you have left on your bucket list? You know, I've seen like the whole world. And what I've realized, though, is I'm happier like right now with you guys doing this than in Bora Bora with my toes in the sand. Um, so I've come to the realization because I always used to think, hey, if you make millions of dollars and you see the world and you do all these experiences, you're happy. But everything I looked for is actually right here, right now. Aww. So presence, that's the thing, man. Presence. So my presence. my bucket list is to like interact more with other humans and help them. Because mm-hmm. that's fun. priceless. It's so I fun. Mean, you know, people are cool. And then you live forever because if you help somebody and you teach them something, then they teach other people who teach other people. And as long as humans, we don't nuke ourselves or something, it'll pass on for <laughs> millions of years. Which is a good thing. It's a really good thing. Okay, last one. What never fails to make you laugh? 
What what is funny to you? What do you love? Is it like a sitcom? Is it you know what do you like to a good movie? What do you like to laugh? I like to watch old jackass reruns. <laughs> I like Wee Man and all those funny yeah. Johnny Knoxville. Those are wasn't there a recent one that came out a newer Steve-o. movie uh, with one of those one of those things? I think there's a new one, isn't there? I don't know. They're just crazy. They're that fun. And, and this is bad. Like but like Borat. Uh, like, I love Borat. Yeah, I mean, he's kind of inappropriate, but I love me some pretty Borat. funny though. He's funny. He's yeah. it's interesting. I like I like those kind of things. So that's that's <laughs> that's fun. It's fun to get to know you, Dan. And if we want to follow you, where's the best place? Instagram, Dan's Millionaire Code. Okay. Right, that's the best place. But remember, there's a million fake accounts, so make sure there's 150 thousand plus uh, followers. Okay. On that account, verification will be up in a couple of weeks. But just uh, that's the place. Um, and then for, for Utah people, PCLaptops.com uh, in Utah. And then if you're on the internet, like out of Utah, Zydex, X-I-D-A-X.com. That's where we build the video gaming stuff. And crypto I love it. I love it. Stuff. And you guys, Dan is so passionate about what he does. So if you ever had any, you know, questions, definitely DM him. Um, if you're local in Utah, go to PC Laptops because they'll take care of you. They're just, they're just rock stars. Dan, thanks for joining us today. Oh, you guys It's awesome. great to see you. And make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast, Fresh Off the Set. It's been a fun one, and we will see you next week. Congrats, you made it to the end. If you want to continue to freshen up your day, you can watch us on Fresh Living every weekday on CBS Channel 2 in Utah at 1 o'clock. You can also watch us on our YouTube channel, KUTV Fresh Living, and follow us on social media. We will see you next week.